0: I know they're wrong, you know they're wrong We know they're all wrong They're wrong A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between It's time for Superhero Slate Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And I didn't write an intro, so we're going to keep going anyway, though. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this week, we, we have so much news, it's hard to keep track of everything. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I guess we can say it's nice to kind of be back to a normal flow of things. We recorded, uh, I guess, a record-breaking amounts of minutes last weekend for us, because we had two spoiler casts, a normal episode, a lot going on, so we're, we're more fresh this week. We're not so uh, microphone-tired. Uh,
0: Yes, definitely. Um, I, I honestly, I mean, a lot has happened since yesterday, I think, and in, in the world of news, mm-hmm. um, because we got some Doctor Strange images coming our way that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talked about via text messages, a bunch of Wonder Woman images, uh, April Fool's was kind of tricky, so, you know, we, we kind of uh-huh. had to sift through that, but, I mean, yeah, you're right, I'm glad to be back in the swing of things, I'm really excited Uh, About what's coming up uh, with everything, but I
1: mean, I mean, you brought up April Fools for a second. One thing I think people have gone a little too over the edge when it comes to reacting to April Fools online. Like I remember, like back in high school and college, you know, April Fools and the internet was like a fun thing. You know, IGN always produces like something pretty fun for like April Fools. There's always like funny little jokes out there. Like people post pranks and stuff online. But like people this year just like. Totally just, we're not having it. Like I woke up in the morning and I just saw a bunch of like posts of people saying like, oh, not going on the internet today. And it's just like, you know, it's April Fool's. You're not just going to easily fall for stuff. And I didn't really, there wasn't anything particularly that I fell for. Um, So I think people just need to take it at heart. I think it's a fun day.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the only day on the internet I think people actually double-check their sources. Yeah, Um, which is,
1: I wish every day people would do that.
0: So, I mean, it's like that. And honestly, you mentioned IGN, and they did a Star Wars Netflix series video this year. And it actually wasn't really that good, like, that quality produced, like... I thought the Legend of Zelda one several years ago was much better.
1: Well, it was weird because I kind of noticed it was like it was half and half. Like some shots like looked really really good, but then the other shots looked like you know if you Googled lightsaber tutorial uh, on YouTube, you know. So it 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 was still cool. I'm just glad IGN like you know at least goes. They're consistent. Like no, like they're not really fooling anybody anymore. But it's just kind of a fun time for them to do parody videos. But it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's the only time I think I ever go to. I ever type in IGN.com in my browser anymore is like one day a year just to see what they're fooling people with. Nice. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. Um, I mean, I guess moving away from April Fool's, this isn't a joke. We did some manly things today. Oh, we uh, did separately some manly things. But uh, tell tell me about your project, Mike. Your sounds like you were actually getting like your elbows dirty and... and, and Working, working yeah. hard.
1: Yeah, man. I got a little cut on my knuckle. I shed blood for my project today. <laughs> Very small amount, but still technically. That's all you need when you start a project. Uh, we uh, we are trying to maximize our storage space in our apartment. So I went out and I bought some shelves today. I installed some shelves. I had to get like screws, drywall stuff. I had to charge my cordless drill. Uh, we, you know, we, we organized stuff. We got the whole closet uh, in, in, under control, so I did some manly things there. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like, feeling like I could take on the world. <laughs> uh, wow, as I say, as I, as I say this, I'm looking down at this uh, temporary tattoo I put on my arm. We um, uh, at the radio station we got some like uh, free swag in the mail from uh, the Webbies, and they sent us like these um, these like web like net neutrality themed temporary tattoos. I have no idea. Who the market is for these But I put put one of them on my arm So I felt super manly today With my temporary tattoo on my arm That says Has like a crest And it says net neutrality on it Like It's like the nerdiest thing I probably did all weekend Is this tattoo
0: Well I mean It sounds like you're the audience For those tattoos If you're putting (laughs) them on Well that's That's awesome Well congratulations
1: What did you you do that was manly Because we were trying to nail down A recording time today And we were both We were both in the thick of it
0: Yeah so today uh, My My uh, fiancé's sister um, got a soft top for her Jeep she bought last year. Ooh, um, nice. So she had a hard top, and she bought this brand new soft top. It's never been put on, never been assembled. So mm-hmm. um, my dad is a big Jeep guy. He has, He's had mm-hmm. a bunch of Jeeps and older ones, so I knew how to do it. So I went over there, and I, I followed the instructions. Yes, I did. I read them <laughs> step by step and put together this soft top for this Jeep, uh, one step at a time, which was really, really awesome and fascinating. And, and uh, I'm glad we got it done.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, some of my favorite memory memories back growing up in Indiana was my friend Adam had, a, um, had a Wrangler and he had a soft top and, you know, we would like, uh, on the nice days in the summer in Indiana, you know, you put the, you put the top down on the Jeep, you take the doors off, you hop in, you cruise around those are good memories. They they really make me they make me want to to own my own uh, Jeep Wrangler. But I got no place to park more than one car. So maybe one day I'll I'll be back in that scenario.
0: Well, cross my fingers for you, man, But yeah, that's what I did. Um, and that yeah, it's, it's been about the whole day. That's enough to wear me out. That's a lot of physical labor for me. On, yeah, we, on
1: the average we, we were manly enough to compensate for all the nerdy stuff we're going to talk about in the next hour.
0: Yes. And speaking of, let's start off with the contest winners. I'm not going to mention their names just because I, I had this talk with someone over the week and They're like, yeah, you shouldn't mention names over the internet. So I'm going to contact you directly through the channel you contacted us through for your codes. So we have six cool. winners. You'll know what they are. Um, I'm just not going to type your name in in case you know that it comes back on us. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just letting you guys know, uh, you'll hear from me within 24 to 48 hours, and you'll be receiving your code. So, congratulations! Nice. Thanks nice. everyone for involved, getting involved. Really fun. I Really love your stuff. So, yeah, we love, thanks. we love uh, giving away stuff. You, all, you're always coming across these codes. Yeah, I, I don't know how I do it, man. It's just right place, right time, I guess. Um, but are you ready for the news? I'm ready for the news today. Let's jump into it. It's, it's warm. A tree fell over on my neighbor's house. I'm ready to just get this news out of the way and call it a day. Uh, (laughs) That's another story. But, um, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. All Mm -hmm. right. We've had a spoiler cast. You guys know how we feel. How do we feel, Mike? Uh, not so good. (laughs) Not so good. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't improve. A lot of people don't improve. Uh, To the point, I read an article today about how someone said that, oh, Rotten Tomatoes is, uh, you know adjusting their scores to make the movie look bad the guy in the art who wrote the the guy who wrote the article went and did the research he's like no no they didn't like all these
1: all these match up rotten tomato has no axe to grind they have they 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 don't make any money whether movies are represented as good or bad unlike fandango which i think fandango actually bought rotten tomato recently so I they they said that they were going to remain impartial. So I'm hoping they do. But like they don't like there's there's no profiting there. So I'm not really too worried about Rotten Tomato. And plus, yeah. you shouldn't be
0: you shouldn't be taking the
1: reviews so much to heart
0: anyway. So yeah, it, it, exactly. So I mean. Um the point being, this movie is so divisive that people are going to very extreme lengths to either prove themselves right or wrong. Yes, so, I would. I would agree with that. <laughs> so I guess the point, the, the fact of the matter here is that the ultimate cut, the with the additional thirty minutes of footage, releases mm-hmm. July sixteenth. So we don't have that long to see this yeah. R rated supposed version that includes all this footage that we've kind of seen. Uh, they've leaked, uh, not leaked. They've released some. Um, deleted scenes already and talked about a lot of the stuff.
1: This is kind of uh, going into uh, damage control and I think we're going to kind of talk about this maybe a little bit with a suicide squad is uh, a lot of people had a lot of questions and they were fairly asking these questions of why things were happening in the movie so um zach snyder just started putting out these deleted scenes i don't know if it was his decision or the studio's decision or what was going on but yeah they just basically went up on like warner brothers youtube page or i don't there wasn't really kind of like an official like newsletter going out or anything so i don't know it's just kind of weird like they're doing what they can and i don't know it is is july early does that seem like it's it's too
0: soon for a release Uh, March to April, May, June, July. No, movie standards now are four months. And we're going to talk about another movie that's coming out four months after release here in a minute. Um, So I don't think that's early. I think that's standard fair now. Because we live in a world where the possibility of watching a movie in your home the day it comes out in theaters is it's on the horizon so
1: yeah I think it seems so quick is because this movie was kind of set up as a summer blockbuster and is technically I don't think it's really summer yet but I would consider this kind of starting off the superhero season but it's like in the midst of summer blockbusters is when like the when this comes out it just that's probably why it seems so soon.
0: Yeah, we're not used to getting movie releases, home releases, in the middle of summer, uh, Mm -hmm. especially something so big. So, I mean, July 16th, we'll we'll get maybe some more answers and maybe see if we're swayed to uh, one way or the other. I mean, Uh, we
1: we didn't like the movie, but I have to watch that rated R cut because I want to see if that really makes it better.
0: Yeah, totally. I agree. Uh, on that note, it's the seventh largest opening ever for a movie, so good job, Batman Uh-oh. v Superman. Congratulations. However, it also suffered a, I believe it was like an eighty percent drop Friday to Friday uh, on mm. ticket sales, which is huge. Not even Fantastic Four suffered a, a drop that low. Yeah, um, and
1: I don't, I don't think that necessarily goes to speak with the reviews being out there. I think it just goes to show the quality of the movie. Like, I think word of mouth is probably more powerful than like reviews because I think a lot of people don't open up the newspaper or go online, like the lion's share of people that go to movies. They're not checking the reviews ahead of time. I think they're basically just like, oh, my buddy saw it. He said it was bad. I'm probably not going to go see it. So I think that's probably what it's coming down to more than anything. So, I, I mean, this is big, a, that big of a drop off. You can't ignore that. And that's because yeah. the quality of the movie is poor.
0: So, I think, I mean, something also I'd like to point out is my dad asked me about it last weekend on, on Easter Sunday when I talked to him. And he said mm-hmm. the, the he watched the Sunday morning news. I don't know if it was Good Morning America or whatever that's on Sunday morning. And he said the the guy on there said it wasn't um, a good movie, and I, he's like, I don't think I'm going to see it because of that guy on the TV. This,
1: I think it's, I think that is the number one uh, dad show of the week because I think he, I believe he was probably watching CBS Sunday Morning, Probably, which I think, yeah. And my my dad is always talking about that. He's always watching that show too. So. Good, uh, good on you out there for CBS Sunday Morning. You are definitely breaking through to that dad demographic.
0: Yeah, you're nailing it. Nailing it to <laughs> a T. Um, so, yeah, and, um, yeah, I mean, that's Batman v Superman. I don't want to get into, you know, like, whether it was good or not. Because we've already talked about that. That's old news yeah. to us. We're moving forward. But if you guys are interested, you know, listen to our spoiler cast. It's available. Um, and, and our reactions, our spoiler-free reactions on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. however there was a good spot in that movie and i think it was batman batman yeah, every, was a highlight of the highlight yeah everyone's agreeing on that um so on that regard warner brothers media executives has said ben affleck has actually written a batman movie yeah a solo I batman think, film
1: and i think that kind of rolls into the um the into the triage of uh the movie uh Uh, Batman and Superman. They're basically, they want to say as many good things as possible. They're like, we know Batman versus Superman. Batman was the best part. We're going to say Ben Affleck already wrote a movie. Like, we want to put all the good stuff out there that we can.
0: Now, does he have a script? I don't know. It could be a treatment or an outline. Uh Um, Any way to skew words one way or the other. I'm going to be cautious about this because. Mm -hmm. Batman is not on the radar. It is not on a release schedule. Um, so we don't know if we'll ever get one with Ben Affleck starting as yeah. Batman. I mean,
1: I'm sure Ben Affleck is a busy guy, especially when he was filming this movie. Like, how much time does he possibly have to sit down and write, you know, 90-plus pages uh, of a script? Uh, I don't know. So, um, yeah, well, I, I, would, again, I would think maybe more like a, a closer outline.
0: Well, most of this movie was actually done filming uh, – or. Batman vs. I mean, was done filming in 2014 mm-hmm. um, and they spent a lot of time working on it so uh, he's had some time to think on it I think but the thing is Ben Affleck has only signed on for the Justice League films and nothing else so he has no mm-hmm. obligation to do a Batman film unless he truly truly wants to and feels it and then maybe his paycheck's high enough
1: yeah I, I think the the paycheck is going to be really integral Depen- especially since all of this uh, backlash from this movie he's going to be like do I really want to keep associations with this? Uh, We'll have to see. I mean, Ben Affleck is a is a tried-and-true filmmaker, so if any of this is going to get in the way from stories that he really wants to tell, he might just back away.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and who's knows? We may get something that could be great, and the ship could be righted before all, it's all said and done, um, uh-huh. and, and that's kind of what I hope, but you never know what will happen. Mm. Well, in the meantime, we have another Lego Batman teaser-slash-trailer within a week of the other one. Yes, um, this is hilarious. <laughs> So, this one uh, introduces to Alfred for the first time, uh, mm-hmm. voiced by Ray uh, Finds. And he is Alfred who talks about all the different versions of Batman he's ever yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> and it references every movie version of Batman, which is hilarious because mm-hmm. this Batman, I guess, is in that continuity where all those other ones have happened before him. Mm hmm. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, I really like this Lego Batman stuff. It's really getting to me. I see a lot of good reaction on Facebook from different people, um, mm-hmm. not even comic book people, just regular people. And I think Lego Batman is going to be one of the. Best animated films of 2017. If I may be bold, bold enough to say that without oh, knowing all the films, that be bold, year. be bold, Chris.
1: I I really liked the shot in the trailer where we got to see the lineup of all of, all of his villains because it was a realization where it's just like some of these villains you're probably never going to see cinematically, uh, just because you know they just might not fit in very well. Um, I actually I do think Clayface maybe make may will. Will could possibly make a good on-screen live-action appearance in, in some form, but he looks kind of cool in his Lego form, so I hope he's in the movie.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good thing, and you'll notice that in our featured image, Mike, uh, put mm. together for us, which is really awesome. So Lego Batman movie, getting my approval early on. I'm really excited for it. So watch that teaser trailer and let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting bit of news, and we can take this, yes, either way, okay? Um, so Suicide Squad is on the horizon, mm-hmm. and it's the next DC Cinematic Film. We talked about last week. where We're not worried about it. But it's getting reshoots to add more humor to the yeah. film. Yeah.
1: And we, we think that, well, at least I think that this might be the first sign of Warner Brothers trying to right the ship um, by uh, basically touching on the next
0: movie coming out. So the report is that they're doing the research to add more humor because all the jokes were actually in the trailer so far yeah. that we've seen. And there's
1: there's so there's so a plus and minus here for me. Okay, so first of all, I liked the jokes in the trailer, so that's good. So if they can add more of those type of jokes into the movie, I'll be okay with it because they were good. Uh, the, the, the bad part is just like the batman vs superman trailers we got all the good stuff in the trailers before the movie even came out so was that about to happen with suicide squad did they put all the best stuff they had in the trailer you know is there anything to look forward to in the movie uh, i hope so um i'm really hoping for this movie to just be something special and unique so reshoots i think news of reshoots always makes everybody nervous but I would be curious if there was like some sort of like spreadsheet out there that shows a list of movies that have had reshoots and the likelihood of them like not getting so, better.
0: So every movie has reshoots. I'm actually going to just go ahead and tell you that. In the film world, every movie has scheduled reshoots because there could be pickups. They could, you know, Something could be out of focus. They're always scheduled in there. Every actor is required to sign a thing saying so they do reshoots. So I'm, I know for a fact that reshoots aren't bad. But when they're saying that all the jokes are in the trailer, that's when I'm like, okay, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, why... I mean, I get it. Like, yes, you want to go a darker universe, a more real universe. And Suicide Squad would have been okay to do that with, I think, to me. Yeah,
1: because they're all villains. Uh, the they're,
0: darkness kind of fits. They're they're villains. Um, The name, the word suicide is in the title. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not... Uh, it doesn't give me happy emotions. Uh, but, like, at the same time, like, that trailer is pretty good. Like, yeah, I really like, enjoy the trailer and the, the vibe. I mean, a lot of people compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy, which is fair enough, mm-hmm. I guess. But I just... But- you know get, low- the if, the movie where they're reintroducing the Joker after you know uh, I guess eight years, it, it, mm-hmm. they've got to do something where everyone's going to enjoy it and not have a divided camp down yeah. the middle. But again. I
1: mean, like this the sad the the sad thing is is we wanted Batman Superman to to drop so we could have our minds at ease. Like we were telling everybody, like and a lot of other people are still on this track of. We don't know if we can trust Warner Brothers yet. We've had Man of Steel and Batman Superman. Both have not been uh, positive in our minds. So uh, when Suicide Squad, we were excited for it, but now we have to be a little bit more guarded, you know? Uh, and I think it just goes to show that there's just no one at the helm of this franchise. There's no one we can trust, you know. If if there's a if there's reshoots on like the next Ant Man movie or something like that, I, I I trust it, you know, because they're heavily seasoned uh, vets over there at Marvel Studios, and I trust Kevin Feige with these properties uh, wholeheartedly. So I think I've said wholeheartedly like three times so far in this podcast, but uh, yeah. So Suicide Squad. Please, please be good so we don't have to worry about any more movies going forward.
0: Yes, uh, I don't change my my rating. Uh, I'm still cautiously optimistic. Um, and I think, I think I'm going to keep that going forward. All right, that's good. So in that regard, the DC movie after that is Wonder Woman, which is currently filming. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got our first images from the set of this. So yeah. uh, one of them I want to talk about uh, is... Features Amazonian warriors, which is really cool to see these Amazonian warriors on horseback. Uh You know, um, very Wonder Woman esque armor. They're all armored up bows, arrows, swords. Very, um, I guess, not Vikings, but you know, like maybe medieval, but. Yeah,
1: a little, like they look kind of like Valkyries. Yeah. They, they look pretty sweet. They got these like shiny armor plates on, kind of mixed in with like some leather. They got some awesome swords, some kind of Roman shields it kind of looks like they they look like badass Romans. Look,
0: that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah.
1: They they look like they can really take down some people. We got like hordes of horses here coming up against some like World War 1 soldiers. I think it's going to be it's going to be really crazy, really interesting. Uh, we have we have one photo here where it looks like Chris Pine and Wonder Woman are emerging from the water. I don't uh, since Chris Pine is he's like a fighter pilot, right? Have we do we have any sort we of confirmation?
0: Don't, I don't know what he is. Um okay. he's just in the World War One uh, army.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, he's kind
0: of he's got like kind of maybe a
1: fighter jacket on, so maybe his plane fell out of the sky, he fell in the water. Who knows? Maybe they're emerging from like like a scene in Atlantis. I doubt it, but. I, I I'm liking what I'm seeing because it just looks like really unique. Looks really original. We have not seen Wonder Woman yet. We've seen plenty of instances of Batman and Superman in movies in the past. So this is this is something different, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's got a different feel to it because of the World War One setting and mm-hmm. um, uh, Gal Gadot kind of really going for it. I think I think they're they're doing what they want here and that's that's what matters and i think uh-huh. it's gonna be a good movie and i i'm really looking forward to wonder woman yeah and uh, as more layers are peeled back i get a little more excited for it yeah so um but in that regard uh we have some aquaman news as well uh, uh-huh. a little bit the director james Wan indicates that sea creatures and sea monsters will play big parts of the film that's good i want uh
1: I want big, scary deep sea monsters because that's always terrifying. Even the real life monsters that live in the ocean scare me. Uh, we watched like um, the deep sea creature episode of Planet Earth a couple weeks ago, like uh, like late at night when we were just trying to like doze off and like, oh, I'm scared now. All these like dangerous monsters in the ocean. <laughs> Stay yeah. down there. Stay down there.
0: Oh, well, I think I think a couple things are funny. Is you know Aquaman's always been made fun of. Like he's the bar- the brunt of a lot of jokes, and mm. you know, like oh, go get him, goldfish kind of deal. But like making sea creatures and sea monsters part of the films, things that you know you can imagine that you know don't know we're down there will really add to it. I think I think it'll sell Aquaman a little little more so than the the funny bright orange and green and you know little bitty fishes that mm-hmm. that he's used in the, in the meantime. Um, do you think they'll have a Sharknado? <laughs> One can only hope. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to, to do some cross promotion here. I know, I know, in the comics he sent a shark but like <laughs> it was like more ferocious than the movie one was. So, yeah, oh, I'm well. sure it was. <laughs> oh well, which kind of brings me into my next. Aquaman ties into the Justice League a little more so with this new rumor than than we thought it did. So the rumor is Atlantis is a person, not the city. Mm-hmm. Is the main villain of Justice League is is the latest rumor, um, and the Dark Side slash Apocalypse thing maybe a longer term kind of deal, whereas uh, this might be a way to bring all the Justice League characters together on a local level first before a cosmic uh, event happens. Kind of like I guess, kind of like the Avengers. Yeah,
1: I mean it, it makes sense that Dark Side is going to be more drawn out. It kind of seems silly to just bring him in right away because he's kind of like the Thanos equivalent. <laughs> Of uh, the Marvel Universe, so you know he's a big—he's a big dude, uh, big powers. You know, don't just uh blow him on their first Justice League movie. I could see that. Um, as Atlantis being the main villain, it 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 makes sense. It, it's logical sense that the that the uh, the sea dwellers might attack the surface. Um, I don't know. It doesn't exactly make me excited. You know, I, I feel like um, it seems too small scale to me almost. I, I, for a Justice League movie,
0: you know? Yeah, I mean, I so, I mean, I could be wrong, so maybe I read this report wrong, whereas Atlantis is maybe a place instead of a character, but the the idea of the, the sea people coming up and attacking Earth as a whole, maybe, like, raising sea levels or, you know, uh, sending, like, waves and waves of sea creatures and sea monsters and sea people. Uh-huh. Um, can't say semen uh, because that <laughs> would be very, very inappropriate. Um, but... That might be a way to do it locally. I mean, I don't have any other idea how to keep it on Earth, what would already be there that they don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, I mean, everything else would have to come from space in, in my book. But um, uh, another popular thing would be Brainiac would be a great um, character to use in, in Justice League. And I agree. I think I think Brainiac would be the way to go. He's never had his comeuppance, but I guess you know, never you never know. There's an Aquaman movie based on this. Um, I think the Rise of Atlantis or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that people said it could be based on. Well, is
1: Aquaman post Justice League Park One? Yes. like went okay so if we're getting if we're getting Aquaman after the first Justice League movie it kind of seems weird that like we're going to get this whole introduction to like Atlantis and uh, Aquaman in this Justice League movie we're going to get to know them kind of understand where they are in relation to the planet and then going back and forth i mean if there's an Aquaman movie right off of the trail of Justice League like what 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 newness can we get from Aquaman like honestly like I, I can see, like, multiple Batman movies. I can see multiple Superman movies. It's hard for me to picture, like, a trilogy of Aquaman movies, you know? Just because I feel like there's just not much there uh, cinematically.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, again, we don't know who's pulling the strings, what they're thinking when they do this. To me, it would be more of Atlantis Rises um, Aquaman stands with Justice League, and then the, his movies maybe picking up the pieces, maybe a Game of Thrones style thing, because I've heard Game of Thrones thrown around so much with that character simply because he was in it, and, and maybe how they go. But yeah. I don't know. I, again, I don't. I, again, I would rather see somebody else. Um, but I just – I don't know. At this point, it could be anything, and I yeah. wouldn't really be surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't say that the the people living in Atlantis and including Aquaman aren't badasses because they look badass in what we've seen. But just the whole un- underwater world and underwater society kind of seems like a one-movie type thi- thing. It seems like a little gimmicky. Like, oh, it's kind of like Asgardish but underwater. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'll try to reserve some judgment, but like – Aquaman's a a shaky subject out there in the nerd community.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe it was an April Fool's joke and we just all fell for it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They got us. They got us good. (laughs) Uh, But rather than focus on that, let's let's switch gears to talk about a movie, a superhero movie we really enjoyed this year, Mm -hmm. Deadpool. Yeah. It is now the biggest grossing R-rated film worldwide. Yeah, and
1: it's coming up on the heels of uh, Passion of the Christ and American Sniper
0: domestically, too. It is already past American Sniper. Uh-huh. Uh, it is number two domestically, um, but it has not made made it to number one yet. And I'm honestly not sure if it's going to uh, because of this little bit of news here in that the home release is May 10th. Oh, yeah, that's close. That's close. It might not have time. Um, yeah, so that's about a month away. Uh, we get an image here um, of of the thing. It's one of the first movies I've seen released in 4K as well, which you'll need a special 4K player to show it and a TV to view that. Yeah,
1: well, like all that 4K stuff, I think is just touching down this year, like, and it's really expensive.
0: <laughs> it, it's the first. It's the first time I've seen uh, a 4K, and I think the movies are. I think they're just ten dollars over regular price, maybe. Um, but I mean, Deadpool has fifteen million to catch up to Passion of the Christ. Not sure if it's gonna make it. Oh well. Uh, had a good run and I'm, gonna, I'm really looking forward to pick up the summer release on May 10th which is you know uh, February to March April may only three months after it came out so what
1: what is your plan uh <laughs> with your giant movie collection once everything goes like 4k are you gonna fall for the uh, the
0: the temptation of just so, updating everything to 4k so i don't worry about updating i have a 4k tv already um but no way to play it uh 4k players are either a expensive or non-existent on current devices mm-hmm. um so i don't really worry about it too much because i don't want dvd quality i can tell the difference between dvd and blu-ray but oh. but going between blu-ray and 4k i i can't tell a difference at all and i oh. i work in video uh I, I look at this stuff every day all day so I don't. I'm not interested in 4K. But if they come out with 4K Blu-ray releases and they're you know standard pricing, I don't. I don't care to get it.
1: I, I get it. I, it makes sense. It now, seems weird just because I feel like this 4K hard disk physical release. I feel like this is the last, last like version of um, physical media. You know, it's just like they're cramming all this data onto those discs. 4K releases. You know, I feel like it's just a matter of time until the internet connection. Uh, uh, catches up with 4k i mean netflix is already streaming 4k so
0: yeah uh, it does uh but you have to have a like they have minimum requirements for that so mm. um and it costs more if you if, if you don't believe that um, so i don't know i don't know if 4k is going to catch up anytime soon i'm 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 interested to see if the digital version that comes with these movies is in 4K or just a regular 1080? Uh-huh. Uh, because that's really where my interest is going to lie, and yours as well. Because I mean, I know you're a digital person, right? Um, oh yeah, wholeheartedly. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens is coming out this week. <laughs> the fifth, digital- thats
1: the fifth time I've said wholeheartedly. I don't know. I don't have it written on the wall anywhere. Apparently that—that's
0: just—it's just my word of the day. Apparently it is. I gotta um, knock it off. I gotta knock it off. You cut it out. Cut it out. You, you no know more. Cut um, it out. I, won't, I I don't even know when you say it, so I can't count on me. Uh, sorry, but uh, if the digital HD version is 4K as well, then I will be interested in these. If not, I I'll probably just stick with my Blu-ray combo packs because I don't care otherwise. <laughs>
1: um,
0: a Price point will be a big factor for me. Um, again, paying thirty dollars for a 4K version that I can't watch, I'm not I'm not interested in. Um, but I'm not gonna buy DVDs of all these movies anymore. So. That makes sense. That makes sense. I I, I go on a little rant there, but I've been looking at my shelf. I'm out of shelf for space on my on my DVD shelf. You got to put in some new shelves, bro. I got to find some new shelves. I need to take some tips from you and figure out how to do this, (laughs) and 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 do it quick because I'm running out. But oh well. In that Fox universe, though, is another movie that was originally scheduled for this year, but is now not Gambit. Oh, Gambit. Do we have?
1: Do you have any good news
0: for me? Uh, it depends on what you consider good news. So <laughs> the movie is officially delayed. Oh, uh, okay. And with script rewrites from Reed Carolyn, who frequently works on Channing Tatum films. Uh, if you look mm-hmm. up his stuff, he's got Magic Mike credits and, um, I guess, 21 Jump Street credits, which is fine. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this as a good note is because I feel they weren't ready for that movie. They mm-hmm. were ready to cast Channing Tatum, but they were not ready to make a, a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were just going to do it just to do it because they could. And they're like, you know what? We don't have to put out three movies this year. Let's push it back while we work on it, tweak it a little bit, make it fine, and release a good movie next year. And that's my yeah. take on it.
1: Yeah, they got to do it because we <laughs> we have not been positive about this movie once. So I think... Uh, Better and later is better than sooner and worse
0: Yeah totally agree So in the process the director Doug Lyman is working on uh, Or is closing up on the deal To work on a movie called The Wall for Amazon uh-huh. um, Which is a smaller production film So he'll, be, he'll have time to start late this year To, to work on, on Gambit and have it released for October next year Not a problem there uh, but the re- the report also says the supporting cast is to be recast. So the only person mm-hmm. we ever knew other than King Tatum was Leah Seydoux, who was in the most recent James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. She will be recast going forward. I, w-
1: I would assume supporting cast that's out there, uh, they probably just can't wait around for this movie to get going. They're like, uh, we're not as big and popular as Channing Tatum. We need to take the roles that when they come that they know that they're going to happen. So that doesn't surprise me that maybe that stuff might shake up a little bit since things have been delayed.
0: Yeah, totally. And I'm still I'm still leaning towards next year for this movie. Uh, the mm. October spot that Fox has kind of blanketed as a Marvel movie. Um, but I mean I could be wrong. It could be maybe the the spring one of next year, but that I'm feeling Deadpool or or, or and the next movie we're gonna talk about, which is New Mutants. New Mutants, whoa, what's going on? So here's the report, and this was not an April Fool saying, this was beforehand, that Maisie Williams of Game of Thrones fan has been cast in the role of Wolfsbane. Mm-hmm. Uh, a character who is kind of like a werewolf um, Okay, that's, ca- that, that's cool Anya Taylor-Joy uh, she was from a movie called The Witch Is going to be playing Magic Who's actually the little sister of Colossus
1: Oh, that's cool
0: And uh, Alexander Shipp Who plays Storm in the current X-Men movie uh, Coming out, Apocalypse Will also be in the front as well Awesome The other roles that have not been cast Are Cannonball, Sunspot, and Mirage mm-hmm. With Professor... Xavier, played by James McAvoy, to play a part in this movie, like a big part in this movie, and maybe on this team, of New Mutants. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of
1: curious, um, I guess, what time frame are they setting this in? You know, is this going to be like early 90s, late 80s? I guess we just kind of have to see how Apocalypse shakes things up, but I do like the idea of kind of mixing up the the X-Men cast a little bit and creating this New Mutants um, uh, team, just because... I feel like since we're basically losing Wolverine, which is essentially, like, the coolest mutant. I mean, there's a there's a reason that he's always, like, the lead guy in every movie, whether or not, you know, people like it. Um, I just think it's bad. Like, Wolverine's badass, so I want to see more badass characters. So this is a new way to bring new people in. And, hell, a character that looks like a werewolf, that, that's badass. That's cool.
0: Yeah, especially with Maisie Williams in her Game of Thrones role. It's really pulling a lot of weight lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know everybody wants a bit of those comic book movie monies, right? Everyone wants to be in a comic book movie. Man, that's where it's at. And I think having uh, new characters but also using a couple anchoring spots, such as Professor X and Storm, mm-hmm. um, is a good way to bring those in. And I think New Mutants would be great uh, as a supplemental film to the X-Men movies, which we know who the X-Men are. Um, Cyclops and Jean Grey, they're always going to be in there. Uh, Nightcrawler. So having New Mutants would be a way to show off maybe there's some other things that go on other than just these big, wide-scale, you know, catastrophe-level events that the X-Men take care of. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the New Mutants. I mean, we saw one of the costumes um, in Deadpool with, uh, what's her, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Uh, mm-hmm. She wore a New Mutants costume. So we know they exist in this this universe now. So that would be maybe a good good start in that. I don't know. I like it. I like the idea. I I'm, I think Fox is, is starting to build their cinematic universe a little bit, and I'm okay with that because they're they're being bold, but they're they're taking their time and I think doing it well. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Anything? Anything else you want to add? I I think they're doing well. I mean, I'm kind of concentrating on this next bit
1: of news that's coming up because it's related, but it's one place where I don't think they're doing well.
0: (laughs) Well, all right, then we're going to drop in. The next X-Men movies, X-Men Apocalypse. Woo! Got some news for that. It's coming out May 27th. Jennifer Lawrence said she'd love to do more X-Men films as Mystique.
1: No! 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 Jennifer Lawrence, okay, listen here, lady. We... I like you, okay? You have been good in some of the movies that I've seen, you're a phenomenal actress, but you just from what I've been hearing, and from what other people have been saying, you don't seem to give a shit about being Mystique and it doesn't make sense for you to be the lead of these movies, and Fox is going to keep cramming you into the lead because you're so fucking famous so, but like if you, if you could somehow miraculously become a different character that makes more sense I'd be okay with it, but like Mystique's supposed to be the bad guy, you know That's, let that happen already
0: what if she did play Mystique as a bad guy would you let her do that then
1: I mean I guess I mean is this steam in your broccoli Mike you know, I mean a little bit I mean like I said before I want cool mutants okay we've had so much time with these older mutants in the past like we've seen Mystique do cool things uh, depending on whoever has been playing her uh, who played her in the other
0: movies um Rebecca Romaine
1: yeah she might have been a, a Stamos back then she, too. <laughs> she
0: she was she was married to John Stamos I think in the first one.
1: Either way, we, we have all this opportunity to, to jump on all these different mutants and different powers. And Mystique's power is cool and secretive and like an espionage type way. But it's just like if you want to put a character on screen that like just fights and does really cool like flips and stuff. I don't know. Give me a different character. I don't know. I, I'm just getting I'm just getting kind of tired of Mystique. Honestly, she's been like and I think she might be in like she's been in all the X Men movies, right? And every
0: she was not in the Wolverine ones.
1: Yeah, except for the Wolverine one. So, I mean, she's she's been out there. We've seen her. But I just don't think she's as cool. So, I, I, I'm i done with Mystique, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think, I think a lot of those people kind of need phased out. I mean, I get it. Uh, Professor X and Magneto are big staples. But, I mean, we don't need them for everything. Like, there are other things going on where we can do without them. And I think, you know, First Class was a good example of that. Um, they didn't rely so much on Xavier and Magneto. But, you know, the Hellfire Club... Uh, People with different powers and different abilities. And I think uh, and their, their team in first class, you know, were kind of like the New Mutants where they had a bunch of new powers we've never seen before. Uh, but they're kind of going back into their old school ways, like, really quickly. And I think I think that's something you pointed out there. That's really kind of what they're doing. And, and, and I don't know what to what to make of that.
1: Yeah, so. I, but I have a feeling maybe Jennifer Lawrence is going to get too expensive. So uh, <laughs> maybe they'll just be like, oh, we could save what? a lot of money if we don't bring her back.
0: Well, she's out of Hunger Games movie, so I don't know what else she's going to do. She needs a franchise because otherwise she she can't really do a whole lot by herself. Maybe,
1: Maybe uh, maybe they'll just give her like a Netflix I, original series. That's I, the, that's the new hotness.
0: I tell you what, I have to look at her face every day when I drive to work. So I'm tired of Jennifer Lawrence too. <laughs> Why do you have to look at her face every day? <laughs> she's she's from Kentucky, and uh, on one of the buildings in Louisville, they put her face like you know Jennifer's Louisville. Because oh God, okay. she's from there and comes into <laughs> Louisville, and I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Uh, We've just
1: been the market has been oversaturated with Jennifer Lawrence. Take take a break, come back. We we still think you're cool, but you know, just take a break. Just take a break, you know, go to Hawaii or something.
0: Yeah, Hawaii, wherever. Uh, Not not Louisville. Okay. Get on my Louisville. (laughs) Um so yeah, X-Men Apocalypse, May twenty seventh. We'll let you know we're gonna do spoiler cast on that. I'm really looking forward to it, so we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, got a bit of an image here. Mike just saw this right before we started recording uh captain america's civil war coming out Mm -hmm. may 4th 5th may 5th i have tickets for may 4th so get your tickets guys don't forget to get your tickets mike you got your tickets
1: oh yeah i'm sitting i got like the second purchase in the theater and we're sitting right next to the people who purchased their first ticket so hardcore fans right
0: in the middle of the theater nice make sure you tell them about superhero slate they'll want to know about us Uh, I'll, i'll slip them a sticker so a bunch of behind-the-scenes photos came this week from Civil War, and one of them featured Black Panther in front of a green screen, and I absolutely love this image. Um, yeah, his
1: costume looks so sick, and the the cool thing is it's it's all physical. It's all real. You know, Robert Downey Jr. has an awesome costume, but it's basically all CG. I think maybe, like, the sides of the helmet are real. Like, I think there's, like, maybe 10 – he's wearing, like, 10% of the armor at any given time, I think. If not, he's fully CG. But this is a full, real, practical suit. It looks sick. It looks awesome. And just, like, he's got that whole cat, like, uh, silhouette to him. So, like, when he's kind of, like, pouncing down like he is in this image, it just looks like – it looks so fierce.
0: Yeah, and, again, we've talked about early set set photos showed it. It kind of, like, plastic – or, like, not plasticky, but, like, you know, clothy and loose and stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh and the more official images we get the more sick this guy looks like yeah. the, he like he's only getting better with with time as we get closer to release yeah, yeah. i and can't wait to see him fight it's going to be awesome it really is and and before we go into the next topic cuz we only had this image i want to mention an image i sent to mike tv spots are starting to hit people be oh, wary no. we are oh, no. we are a month away this this week from it uh so 4 weeks away um avoid the tv if you want to watch but there is an image of him dropping down on Captain America and, like, holding his shield, Captain America's shield, and slicing it with his claws in the latest TV spot. And that Captain America versus Black Panther, vibranium versus vibranium, like, that's going to be so sick in the, in the movie. And I really can't wait to see how I, that goes down. I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm starting to get excited
1: because I realized, like, oh, we're in April civil cuz civil war still seemed like far away when we were in march because you know you have to count 2 months to get there basically so now we're in april and i'm thinking in my head i'm like wow that's oh we're only like 4 weeks away and i'm starting to get that excited feeling again that like i got when i went to go see deadpool so oh i'm so stoked i can't wait to see this movie it's going to be an amazing conclusion to the captain america trilogy and man talk about a trilogy that's going to be
0: yeah totally really really excited i'm looking at, i'm excited to see how that ends and and move on and all the stuff. Uh I also sent a picture of all the Civil War pop vinyls to Mike this weekend. <laughs> is that space? Is that waiting for a Spider-Man pop? Uh no, that was uh the a character that's I guess I can say the names of the pops, right? Those aren't I mean, since it have been out for two months, they're not spoilers at this point, correct? Mm-hmm. There's a, a pop the giant man pop mm-hmm. is a six inch pop, doesn't fit in that slot. That's why. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. So it goes one thirty-four, whole one thirty six because Giant Man couldn't fit in the little, the little slot. Well, I mean, we got to be getting a Spider Man pop, right? I'm really hoping it's in the Marvel Collectors Core. Uh, that, that that it's pretty rare and hard to get. Um, I mean, it's not hard to get, but like they don't release them in stores. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm really hoping that's what they're holding out for. So my Collectors Core membership will pay off. Cross my fingers. <laughs> um, but yes, enough Civil War. Again, May fifth. Uh, I got tickets for May fourth. That's our mm-hmm. next spoiler cast. We're going to we're going to talk pretty hard about that because we need a good third movie in a trilogy that blows our mm. minds and I think that's going to be the one that does it. Yeah. Let's talk about something a little strange. <laughs> and by a little strange I mean Doctor Strange. Yeah, I
1: think this is probably I, I don't want to say necessarily biggest news. I don't think that's the right word, but I think this is the most exciting news drop this week.
0: Yes, I agree. So this week They have been filming Doctor Strange in New York City Uh um, on the streets, which we've hardly seen anything to do with this movie on the streets, and we've got a plethora of images. There have been dozens of images, but we're going to talk about four big ones. The first is Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Chiwetel EG04 in their costumes as Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo, respectively. And god damn, is this image clear and good-looking as they stand in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, we were just talking about how awesome Black Panther looked. I mean, these costumes look sick. I mean, everything's taking – like, everything looks like it's worn. Like, everything looks like uh, it's been around for a while. I mean, it just just seems like they're really living in that costume. It doesn't look like it just got thrown on them. So it just looks awesome. I mean – I mean, just I'm just like, I can't not look at Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange and go like, holy crap, I can't believe we've gotten to this point with comic book movies where I get to see this.
0: Yes, nailed, I mean, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite characters, and they've really nailed him. I think uh, Benedict is going to knock it out of the park, and this movie's, I mean, a lot of people say this might be up for an Oscar. I'm not going to go that far. No, um, no, you can't say that. I'm never going to go that far. <laughs> but um, as, as my friend on Comic UI, Brian Smith, pointed out, very Thor and Loki color scheme yeah, uh, on I, these. I think now, this is really, really beautiful. So, again, I do like the Thor and Loki color scheme, but, again, we're looking at someone taking a picture rather than official stills, mm-hmm. and how this looks in on this person's camera, snapped in real life, may be different than how it looks in the final version after magic and post-production have yeah. been happening.
1: You know what I just kind of realized? <laughs> I have, haven't had any Benedict Cumberbatch in a long time. Like, it's been at least, like, what, two years, I think, since the last Sherlock came out?
0: He had a Christmas special.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I've—I haven't watched the Christmas special
0: yet. Um, he did the Imitation Game.
1: Yeah, he, uh, I, I, I didn't watch that just because I always say I'm going to watch these Oscar-nominated movies, and I never get around to them. So, just realize, it's been a long time since I've really had some batch in my life, so I'm ready to get some batch.
0: Uh, and if you check on Pickled Comics, there is a Great Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, comic on there if you guys are interested Just yeah, in there
1: <laughs> thanks for well, the thanks for the shout out
0: you're welcome you're welcome i wholeheartedly agree with oh, that, that comic thanks. um you're welcome so in the meantime let's give you some more batch on the next yeah. image we get benedict cumberbatch and a cape running down the street yeah look at that cape so sick He's got that cut on his face, he's bleeding, he's in a hurry to get somewhere, he, he's missed some sort of important meeting at the Starbucks down the road, <laughs> however will he get there, T-Mobile's behind him, product placement, you know how these movies go. He's late,
1: late, late for a very important
0: date. That's right, I wasn't going to go there because I don't want to watch the looking through the the glass Alice in Wonderland movie, but you <laughs> whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll let it happen. But that cake flowing behind him looks so cool and natural, mm-hmm. I, just, I just really like that. And that brings me to our third image, where he runs out of what I presume is a Sanctum Sanctorum without mm-hmm. his cape on. Yes, I have a theory. I have a, a, a Mike
1: Royer superhero slate theory I want to lay down on you.
0: You heard it first, superhero slate. Mike, what's your theory? <sighs> my
1: theory is that maybe he gets to put on his cape, possibly with magic. So um, this is just just my guess. But you know, maybe instead of pulling his cape off of like um, a coat rack right outside the door... And, and swooping it and on, maybe he does a little bit of a little bit of magic, and his cape just pops on. I think that's pretty cool.
0: So, what purpose would the magic cape be? He runs out of the house without it on, and wants to run down the street. So he adds more like drag with his like wind drag with his cape, or like I mean, what's no, the man, most fun of the cape? because he wants to look cool.
1: I mean, he's out in public. He's out on the streets of New York. He's got to he's got to show up fresh or he's going to get like haze. He's got to look cool. I mean, that's a New York is a fashion capital of the world, I mean. Come on, he's saving the world, but he can look good while he doesn't, you know?
0: See, I'm going to go the other way and say that the, the cape maybe is magical in and of itself mm-hmm. and maybe gives him some protection or abilities. I don't know. I'm but right. I, I like your theory. I like your theory. Let's 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 hope it comes true. See if it holds true. Yes, but here he is coming out of a uh, big set of blue doors without his cape on so look at that boom lastly the images we just dropped today Mads Mickelson is playing the villain uh we don't know who he is however take a look at that face and those eyes uh, it looks almost like there's a close-up I, I'll, I'll probably put this in there of his eyes where it looks like it's kind of digital or like it's burning out a little bit kind of scaly uh-huh like, I don't know what's going on with his eyes, but this practical makeup is just fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks like a demon is basically uh, barely able to hold its hold on to the body that it's, like, maybe inhabiting in some s- sort of form. But, yeah, that looks amazing. I mean, I thought first, like, this more high-quality image where you get to get closer. I thought that maybe that was, like, CG or something. But then I realized, no, these are, like, on-the-street shots. And then when you kind of look at the other one where it's kind of further away, you realize, yeah, that is just, that is just practical makeup makeup that probably took hours upon hours to do and it looks amazing it looks awesome
0: yeah and we got all these images this weekend a really great find i mean this was this blew up our, our text messages this weekend mm. I, I mean i really like it but i guess that brings us to uh, an interesting note is as of right now this weekend doctor strange is rap filming
1: Ooh, yeah so that means that in new york those street shots were kind of the last uh, bit that they had to do
0: Yes, probably keeping the most revealing things till the very end, mm-hmm. and as, as for good reason, as you can tell. But um, this movie comes out, I think, November tenth or so uh, in that range, first week of November this year, maybe November third. I don't know. Ma- but- okay,
1: this this I, I, maybe you're about to launch into this already, and maybe I'm just cutting you off short here. But I'm going to go ahead and take the credit for maybe the 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 rumor or the speculation here. Um, maybe, possibly, maybe a trailer, a week or two. Plus or minus before uh, Civil War. Maybe afterwards.
0: So my theory, and and as always, if you look at the release date when the first Civil War trailer came out, and the same with Age of Ultron and Ant-Man, they always come out about six months, five to six months beforehand for a teaser. Mm -hmm. That would put it on the weekend release of Civil War.
1: Yeah, so so do they put it in front of the movie? I think that makes sense. Uh, Put it in front of the movie to get hype for the next Marvel movie. Um But when the trailer drops, uh I don't know. I'm always really bad at predicting what Marvel's going to do. Usually we can predict the time frame, but then I'm always, like, second-guessing myself in, in my head. Like, oh, well, do they put the Doctor Strange trailer out before and take hype away from the Civil War movie? Or does it add hype to a Civil War movie because it's all Marvel in general? I don't know. But soon, within, like, five weeks or a month, we could be seeing, like, the first footage.
0: Yeah, so... um I mean, they're in post-production now, so I think we're going to start seeing footage. Um, I think we're gonna get some official screenshots and release shots. And I honestly think that trailer is going to come out the week of, I don't think it'll take away. And I think maybe, I don't know. Post-credit scenes for movies and Marvel are so very weird because I always feel they're showing the movie two movies ahead. um, but we've not seen anything for Doctor Strange. Yeah. Which is which is sad, but at the same time, if we get a trailer for Doctor Strange and then the post-credit sequence is for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, mm-hmm. we're winning double. We're winning yeah. double in one week.
1: Yeah, that's true. And sometimes the post-credit scenes don't hold any weight. You know, Iron Man 3, the post-credit scene was what, Hulk uh, or just uh, Bruce Banner uh, on yep. talking therapy. So sometimes there's like no merit to them at all. You know, and Ant-Man, our post-credit scene... Um, was uh, just talking about the wasp, right?
0: Uh, one the first one was showing the the wasp outfit. I think it might have been. The oh, second. and this
1: the second one, yeah, was the scene for Civil War. That's right. Yeah. Um. So, and that was a direct scene from the movie. So, I, I don't know. I think I think we can't always be one hundred percent concrete what we're gonna get in the post credit scene, but I think that's good because that makes things fun cuz you never know cuz i don't know about you but this always happens for me it doesn't matter how good the marvel movie is that i'm watching it could be amazing and totally engaging but right when we get to the third act i start thinking about the post credit scene is coming up soon the next juicy tidbit is coming up soon the secret the news the juiciness is it's coming soon and i just kind of forget i'm watching a movie so i i love post credit scenes man there's there's so much fun
0: they're they are fun and i think you know doctor Trains getting a trailer and a post credit scene would maybe add some knowledge about the character out because he is the most obscure going forward that we that we know of true 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 so i don't know we'll know we'll know in five weeks and i'm really excited to, to, to know that that's i think we can narrow it down to five weeks so, <laughs> cross fingers guys in that regards you mentioned i mentioned guardians of the galaxy 2 maybe being a post-credit scene um uh-huh. we got some news on it the first image of gamora landed um she had, the actress zoe saldana uh, releases from the set of herself a selfie winking at the camera Um, And her green hair. You can see her robotics under the skin kind of peeking up. And Mm -hmm. um, it looks like the Milano behind her, the ship. Yeah, Uh, I think
1: so. Uh, I think there was another shot that kind of dropped this week of um, Chris Pratt in the Milano. um, Kind of in like a CG warehouse type deal. So uh, the Milano is definitely going to become an iconic spaceship.
0: Yeah, definitely. A A lot of use of it. So we get to see Gamora again. But I think that's the minuscule into the fact that um, Marvel is courting James Gunn for a third film already in Guardians of the Galaxy, even though they've not announced the third one yet.
1: <laughs> why? Uh, I, mean, I mean, why not? James Gunn is awesome.
0: Right. The only thing is, how many Marvel directors have done three films?
1: Um, that's true. We haven't had any, have we?
0: No. Uh, the first ones would be the Russo brothers once they get to Avengers, but I, they're going from Captain America to Avengers, which, again, if you look at it in terms of characters, is not much. But it's two different franchises to me. Yeah. So um, i
1: i have t- I have two thoughts. If if you'd like to hear them,
0: please. I that's what we're here for. I'm here to listen to you.
1: <laughs> so uh, James Gunn, I love the idea of him kind of doing a Guardians trilogy and him kind of helming everything, um, because Guardians is a very unique um, addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just because it's out in space, hasn't really connected necessarily with anything terrestrial yet. So it's kind of its own little thing. Um, and you know, he doesn't really have to worry about uh, playing in the playground with anything right away. So, I think the first movie worked out really well for him. So, I think that works out, um, specifically uh, for connecting all of these movies together. Uh, but at the same time, you know, sometimes it's good for movie franchises to get a different kind of vision in. You know, I could almost see maybe a uh, James Gunn being like the executive producer for sure for a third, um, for a third movie but hey maybe uh get James Gunn in on a different Marvel movie maybe he can be Power the director the duck. <laughs> maybe he can be he can be the director of like captain marvel or something like that you know i i like the idea of the cross pollination i guess is what i'm saying you know you have these really awesome talented directors that can really really put their hands into the marvel universe and do awesome things so maybe 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 swap around do do a little swingers party you know marvel studios can like rent a, a nice uh, house in the hollywood hills bring all the directors up they all put their keys in the thing and then each writer picks up a different director okay this is getting kind of ridiculous but you know
0: that's what I'm saying. Well, the only thing I say this is James Gunn has never done a sequel before, so having him do Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. Two will be telling of how he handles sequels and mm-hmm. his characters going forward. So um, you know, if he wants to do a third film, he's got time to do like to to take a break and do other stuff, and I think that's important for him mm-hmm. um, because. Marvel's essentially booked up until 2019. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: he he's a hot commodity now. When he when he decides to leave Marvel, he's not going to have an issue uh making whatever movie he wants to make.
0: Yeah, and um if if I would put him on any other project, I would put him on Inhumans. Mm, um smart smart. But, I like that. But that would be about as far as I go. But if he wants to do a third one, so be it. That's great. But I meant to say all this pales into comparison is we got three brand new characters coming to Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And um, the first one is uh, the, an actress, Elizabeth DeBecky. Mm-hmm. Um, she's playing a character called I- Aisha, um, who is actually codenamed for a character, Paragon. Um, hmm. Paragon is created at the same time as the character adam warlock in the comic okay. books they're created by the same cultists the same group of people so if they had this aisha slash paragon character and she's true to the comic books they could go a whole different route i don't care no one knows who paragon is um, mm-hmm. but that might lead credence into that adam warlock could be in this film slash could be star lord's father uh, if yeah. we want to start drawing some very very <laughs> like sketchy lines
1: yeah i mean he's always been um he's always been really connected to these gems so i mean if you're if you're planning three phases dozens of movies around these infinity gems it kind of makes sense to bring in adam warlock at some point in time
0: yes it does and everyone wants adam warlock that that that's a fact uh, next is t- the actor tommy flanagan he's from uh, sons of anarchy um and he will be playing a character called tolk um, mm-hmm. if you look up the character talk in Marvel work, he's like a crony of Ronan, like one of his like groupies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we know Ronan's dead, so maybe he might be a ravager or maybe some friend of a Ro- Ronan who's coming to get the guardians. I don't know. That's really kind of up in the air, but, uh, Tommy Flanagan kind of looks like more like a ravager kind of person than, uh, mm-hmm. than a, than a cronin or Ronan kind of guy yeah. crony tum- as I
1: will rough and tumble. He, he seems.
0: Yes, and lastly, uh, Chris Sullivan, an actor, is going to be a character called Sarface. Um, Sar is in, like, the Russian, like, you know, government people, but uh, Sarface, I don't know who Sarface is, I couldn't find him, so that one's kind of up in the air, but we got three new characters joining Guardians of the Galaxy, making it big, kind of fleshing out the characters of the universe, you know, it's like you said, he's playing in a sandbox and he's having a good time with it, so. Yeah! More power to him. Um going switch gears. We're gonna back to Marvel's Netflix series Iron Fist. We got a lot of news. You know, we know who's playing Iron Fist. Uh, now we have the second casting. Jessica Henwick, she was mm-hmm. in Star Wars: The Force Awakens and Game of Thrones, um, has been cast as a character Colleen Wing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colleen Wing has an image that was released. Uh, it says self defense and martial arts training sensei calling Wing. so we know there's going to be some karate some some yeah. fighting some martial arts some jackie Chanisms all over the place if you will <laughs> um and also her description is that she's an invaluable ally to iron fist as he returns to his life in new york oh i like this i I'm, i want to see some
1: karate action so the more karate the better
0: uh, you think they'll cast jackie chan at all in there or jet <laughs> lee man that'd be awesome i miss jackie chan yeah, well, he's out having his Jackie Chan adventures. So <laughs> what what can we do? Um, but yeah, Marvel's Iron Fist shaping up to be something great. I expect more news on the horizon, especially this summer. I think they'll start produ- production this summer. I, I don't uh. think they're gonna wait. I think that'll that'll be it. And lastly, a bit of a oddball bit of news here is Blade Runner Two. Um, the only reason I include this in here is that you know Harrison Ford, you know Star Wars big big name is gonna uh. be in it, but the character Robin Wright. Um, she's from House of Cards. Wonder Woman. We saw her last week in Wonder Woman image. Uh, joins the sequel. So, I know yeah. you're a House of Cards person. I'm not. Oh, it's uh, good. It's good. Uh, so I, so much time in the day, man. Only so much time in the day. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to gun go back and go over the first uh, Blade Runner and see. I know there's just like a specific way you're supposed to watch it because I guess there's like a director's cut, but some people say, "Oh no, you don't watch the director's cut first because it's better." But you got to watch the original cut first. I don't really know what's going on there, but yeah, I got to revisit Blade Runner because I know there's hype behind it, but it it's it's uh it's not hitting me.
0: Yes, uh, Blade Runner is one of those ones I didn't watch until like my end of college years mm-hmm. um, through a film class, and I, I enjoyed it much later um, in the context of, of what it is and and such. But um. But yeah, other than that, that's the news for the week. That is the news. It was a nice little chunk. Yes, I, I mean this was a lot of good stuff. Again, like I said, the doctor' strange photos really capped our week off. Mm-hmm. had me hyped so hyped for that i I, I can't I can't tell you again what the, what that was. Uh, enough to get the testosterone flowing to go do some manly stuff today. You know? <laughs> manly stuff. right. Uh, but I guess in the meantime, Mike, I know you're putting out a lot more comics on Pickle Comics than usual. I mean, your, your, your output's kind of growing. Uh-huh. I like to see that. Where else can people follow you, maybe including Pickle Comics, if they want to keep up with your artwork and your, your comics?
1: Well, if they want to see those drops, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram. And like Chris said, you can read my comics at PickledComics.com. My next one, uh, probably dropping it on Monday because I got this one uh, out the door pretty quickly this weekend. Uh, it is a Batman versus Superman themed comic, and I think it is hilarious. And uh, I still think it's hilarious. Usually, my meter for if I think the joke is good enough is if I can look back at it a couple like days later and I still think it's funny. So. Um, yeah. I like to put out the nerdy stuff. So look out for that one. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. But Chris, Chris, more importantly, if you get any more pop vinyls, I think <laughs> you might have a problem. So if people want to follow your, your hoarding issues and if you finally end up building that ex- extra shelf, where can they follow you?
0: Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Valdan V A L D A N. Uh, I do post pictures of my pots on there, and I don't think I have a problem. I think <laughs> I have a solution. Okay, do you're cutting me there a little. A little
1: final so, a final solution, huh?
0: Yeah. So, but in the meantime, you can also go to Comic UI where I'll uh, report news and fun stuff and facts, and maybe I'll do a list here or there. I don't know. I've been I've been playing with the idea of lists list in my head. Uh, people like lists, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Why not? Where else can they find us, Mike? I know they are listen to us right now, but if they want to hear more or see more of our stuff, where can they do that?
1: Whew. Well, as always, you can please visit our website at SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find the links to every place we have the show. Maybe you want to subscribe somewhere else. Maybe, uh, maybe the way you're listening right now is getting a little stale and you want to mix it up a little bit because you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe to us directly to your email inbox, yo. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're all over the place. We like to be where the ears are. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. to help us pop up in some fresh eyeballs. And if you're a super fan of the show, if you really like us, share the show with a friend. And that is my uh, credence to
0: all the listeners. Well, there you go. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, I mean, I guess next week I, I don't we don't have any other like shows coming up until next week's news. For once, uh, I don't I don't know what to do with my life this week, Mike. We we, well, we don't have anything going on.
1: Oh man! Well, we got those. We got uh, uh, TV shows coming up. The Flash has been getting really good. The Arrow. Oh, Flash is
0: on a two week break again. We can't count on. Oh, uh, again damn yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's that i found that out and i'm like son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> well
1: well anyway shield has been shield has been uh, pretty decent so far coming back but um i'm gonna go eat a burrito i'm hungry
0: all right that sounds good i think i'm gonna like, <laughs> go go eat some stuff too and start my countdown till the summer movie kicks off so uh i guess we'll catch you guys next week
1: all right bye everybody bye thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe Let's see if my Google Drive won't be a big-ass bitch this time.